Hello guys, hi, I'm Dr. Ellie. I'm Dr. Inky. And welcome to the Two Doc Show. Yeah, the Dustly Duo are back again. Yes, and up to no good and trying to <laughs> teach you or educate or share with you some perspectives from our point of view. All right, so what are we going to be talking about today, Ellie? This week, this week, let's talk something a bit touchy and... We might get some hate mails. We might get, you know, maybe you and I might lose some fans. Maybe me more than you. Uh, probably you more than me. <laughs> <laughs> but um, let's talk about uh, about being. What is, what is it to be a boy versus a man? Mm. And maybe we'll touch a little bit on chivalry. Mm. Yeah. So, so what's the difference between a boy and a man? Yeah. Age group lah. Age group lah, yeah lah. Boy, you, only, uh, boy, you small PP, man, you might big PP one. one. <laughs> <laughs> my one bigger than your one, that kind of whole thing, right? Yeah. So, I think as as time grows, um, things have things have changed in the sense that the mentality of men has changed. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereby we get men. I mean, once upon a time, men was defined by what they do. Yeah. What they, what kind of responsibilities mm-hmm. they want to carry upon themselves, and how they conduct themselves, mm-hmm. uh, versus the boys. And I think, yeah, maybe you know, correct me if I'm wrong. Like when you have to step up into the family, okay, or maybe they might define you as the guy who went to war. Ah, yeah. Ah. So back then, so back then, the man was the sole breadwinner. Correct. Uh, he was the one who supported the family in mm-hmm. terms of um of finance. He brings the bread home, mm-hmm. and then as well as uh, if need be, as you mentioned, he needs to step up. You know, go to war, mm-hmm. and then fight for his country and family. Yep. So there's uh, some more on it. I think even in like uh probably ancient Greek mythologies mm-hmm. or even the Roman time. Probably more to uh, during the, uh, the the Greeks time, or even let's say we watched that movie, uh, three hundred. Okay, all right. So before Leonidas became king, yep. he had to prove himself. He has mm-hmm. to go out, and he has to go and slay a beast, mm-hmm. and then only he is defined from boy becomes. A man. Yeah, yeah, it's true. So back then, the Spartans, when you were twelve years old, they literally take you, mm-hmm. drop you in the middle of a jungle, mm-hmm. give you. Give you a, a small knife or a spear, mm-hmm. and you're supposed to camp there. I think for a week or so. Yep. And if you die in, if you perish in the process, too bad. Too bad. Too you're bad. a boy. Correct. If you don't perish and you end up, you know, you survive the whole ordeal, then you are now a man. Correct. Mm-hmm. I think those were very brutal times, oh, yeah. and but it was easy to define. Mm-hmm. You cross here now, you're a man. These days, it's getting a bit more. Oh, the, the lines are getting blurry. It's very blurry these days. Well, well, I think I think one of the issues would be because back then mm-hmm. men were the sole breadwinners. Yep. However, now, of course, you no, know, I support gender equality. I, yep. I, I want my better half to actually work. Yeah. Right. But because there is a blur in the line, so mm-hmm. a lot of men, a lot of a lot of males have lost the have lost the position mm-hmm. and now they have slowly and and uh, carefully transitioned into i would say a more feminine role already yeah but but that's the thing how do we define do 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 you think we should call it feminine how is it feminine Be- they're becoming feminine or they're just feminine. losing the masculinity i think losing the masculinity would be a better word for it mm, yeah. so i think there's two because one is you you're calling yourself a feminine that means mm. uh, you're becoming soft true uh whereas the other one was you never become hard. Mm. <laughs> pun intended. Yes, it is. <laughs> pun intended. Knowing Ellie is always pun intended. Yeah. Oops. Yeah. So, so then what's the difference between a boy and a man then? All right. So let's say example. You know, uh, we always assume that back then, uh, men, men uh, would do everything for the ladies. You know, yes. they will hold the door, mm-hmm. open, o- open the car door. Yeah, right. You know, pull uh, out the chair. Yeah. They pull out the chair. Ladies passes, first. Yes, ladies first. Pass his jacket to to the lady if she's feeling cold. Mm-hmm. So what do boys do? I don't know. I, I don't know. But but let's start with why are they not doing it first? Oh, true. Yeah. True. Now I've met some people who says. Why should I do? Women wants equal opportunity. Mm-hmm. Women wants equal rights. Mm-hmm. So, as much as I'm supposed to hold the door, they can hold for themselves, or maybe they should open for me too. Well, that's not wrong because mm-hmm. if you want equal rights, then of course you should give you, you should give the females a chance the, to do the that chance too, right? to do that as well. Mm-hmm. But end of the day, right? Even as as equal as females want to be, I think females also deserve to be pampered. 
right? They they, they deserve to to have someone look after them or look over them mm-hmm. or someone to you know at least do the small stuff, you know, the yeah. shivery stuff, you know, to hold the door, put a yeah. chair up, and uh, and stuff like that. I think it also boils down to maybe just manners. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. Just manners. I mean, I think yeah. holding the door should not just be for females. You know, you're not yeah. holding it for the girl. You're holding it for anyone. True. True. Um, opening the car door. You know, if you have a guest, you open for your guest. Mm-hmm. If you, if you're, you know, if you can. True. Um, let's say allowing someone to go in or out of the lift mm-hmm. first, waiting uh, for them. If they're in a rush, let them go first. I mean, it's all boils down to 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 manners rather than just. Uh, plain good old chivalry mm-hmm. or or what the man should have done mm-hmm. so some somewhere along the line you're right the, the lines become blur uh these things define a little bit about what a man could be a mm-hmm. man could do but yet we're not doing it yeah for various reasons whether is it because of women who wants equal rights or maybe it's just plain laziness well when do you think the shift happened i'm not sure I, i'm really not sure but let's just say that um, I mean, do you hold the door? I do. Yeah, you hold I the door do. for me sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, yeah, exactly. Even just now when you were coming into the, to, yeah, to yeah. the place, yeah, I held the door for you. You even offered exactly. to, to, to carry the bag. So you see, that's, exactly. that, that's exactly. plain manners. We're yeah. Not, yeah. So probably, I think I think probably a shift happened somewhere in probably the 90s or early early 2000s. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Where, whereby, whereby it's no longer, how would say, it's no longer norm to actually do all this stuff. Mm. And I think also because women now are able to, are capable of doing it for themselves also so it's a bit of a, a two-edged sword mm. on one side um as you said the norms have changed on mm. the other side also uh, the paradigm have shifted women yeah. already said ah, it's okay if you don't do it for me i can do it for myself true mm. true but then again i've met a lot of women that say that yeah i can do it for myself but it wouldn't hurt you know mm. if, you, if you have done it you know if you held the door for me it wouldn't so have hurt. all the boys out there listen up as much as your girlfriends, your wife say, it's okay, don't do it. Mm-hmm. I can do it myself. You will get extra points. Yeah. Just by doing all yeah. the simple stuff. Yeah. And I, I probably have to blame as well. Mm. I probably have to blame the current popular culture, the pop culture now. Mm. Because back then, being a man or being masculine means that, you know, um, yeah, it's you're a little bit rough around the edges, mm-hmm. right? You know, mm-hmm. someone someone who does farming, you know, who fishes, mm-hmm. someone who's rough, who doesn't mind getting his hands dirty. dirty. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right, doesn't mind getting his hands dirty and all. Someone's buff. But now, if you look at the definition of a of a male in some countries, it gets a little bit blur. Mm. You know, they 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 are, they, they, are, they no longer want to get their hands dirty. Mm-hmm. You know, they no longer want to be big size or buff. Mm-hmm. They are nicely groomed. And I have nothing against well-groomed men, mm-hmm. but their grooming—I um, would say their grooming features would 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 place them in between a male and a female, and sometimes yeah. it's a little bit difficult to differentiate. Mm. Right? So something happened along along the way. Mm. Something definitely happened along yeah, the way, and so. I actually blame uh, the Korean culture. <laughs> I, I blame the Korean culture. To be okay. honest, uh, if, I if, if 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 I watch Korean drama these days, right? Yep, I can. There are times when I can, I I do not know which is the male lead and the female lead. Mm-hmm. They both look for like 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 female leads. Well, the one the one that started to confuse me was you know I I walk past one of these uh, video shops or record stores or sell uh, music stores, mm-hmm. and you see a popular Korean girl band. Okay, and they're all pretty. They're very okay. very nice to look at. All right, then you walk past the male one, then you're like, oh, another girl band. The boy bands mm. look very. F- yeah, 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 and actually, Feminine. this and this this happened to me roughly a while ago. I think a couple a couple of weeks ago. So I was heading to the loop, mm. right? So it's a new place. I do not know where where the toilet is. Mm-hmm. And as I was heading there, then I saw someone walk out of the loop. Then I was like, oh, this is the wrong one. This is the female toilet. Mm. Then I went to the other side. Yeah. Then I realized, hey, shit, this is also the female toilet. Then I realized why? Because the person that walked out of the male toilet that passed me by just now, well, he looked. A little bit like a female, mm-hmm. all right. So hence is why I in in my mind I thought that, that was actually the female toilet. So I actually backtracked after mm. the, after a while. I thought to myself, hey, something's wrong, you know. Um, I've entered the wrong toilet, and uh, now uh, so I have to make my way back to the the right to toilet. The, yeah, to the, to the right toilet. Next now. time, just go OKU. Yeah, yeah, genderless. It's horrible, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There was actually a toilet like this in one of the clubs I went to. Genderless uh-huh. toilet, uh-huh. A unisex toilet. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah, and so anyone can go in. 
they're, yes, they're frosted doors. Oh. So basically, you could see the silhouette of the person behind it. All right. And then- You uh, have to guess. Yeah, you have to guess male, whether it's female, male or, or female. Both. Yeah, and then it is genderless. It means that it's unisex toilet. Of course, now that we're all for equality, I don't mind the unisex toilet, but it felt like the females were a little bit uncomfortable with the guys being there. Mm, mm. Well, it is. It is. Yeah. Well, as much as people say genderless and everything, there is still you know sexual predators yeah, out yeah, there. Yeah, so you have yeah, to be yeah, a little bit yeah, careful. Yeah. They have to be a little bit careful for themselves. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I guess we're on the Two Dogs Show, and today we are talking about boys versus men, yeah. right? And it's chivalry did. So again, we are not actually... Uh, putting down men who wants to be effeminate, mm. I think that's fine. But we're talking about men who should be men. Uh, I mean, you, if you choose to, to to pick that gender, then is there any qualities that would define you to be manly or to be a gentleman mm-hmm. uh, rather than just um, remaining as boyish mm. or boy-like? So what is gentleman? Well, let's say we go um, uh, old classic. Okay, old classic. All, All right. right, gentlemen, let's say. Let's use that movie. What's it called? Um, Which one? Gentleman. The one that says, Manus maketh man. Oh, yeah, The Kingsman. The Kingsman. All right. Maybe that's a little bit too orthodox British. Yeah, that's British. too British style. Uh. Yeah. But let's <laughs> but use that yeah, as a yardstick. Yeah, it's as not a, a yardstick. Yeah, All right, it's, so. It's not a bad measurement. You dress well, you speak mm-hmm. well. Uh, you notice that uh, Colin first character doesn't really swear as much. Mm, yeah. Yep. I think uh, that's key. And he's very composed. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have uh, severe bursts of emotions. Mm-hmm. So he's quite well in control of himself mm-hmm. rather than ones that one that goes a bit hyper or gets overexcited. Mm-hmm. Um, assesses situation well. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, can take decisive action. All right, then I, on then on the other side, you have his co-star mm-hmm. who was a boy. Yes, you know? um, uh, can't decide. Yeah, he he can't decide. Mm-hmm. He has bursts of emotions. Yes, uh, he feels anger. He's anxious, and as well as when it was time to step up, he couldn't. Right. Yes, when and it was time to actually showcase his masculinity or to actually you know to actually protect someone, he couldn't. He couldn't. And there's always that burst, the need to show off. Yes. Well, the other one is my actions will speak for me. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So I think using that as a very easy yardstick will probably say, okay, that's probably what the yardstick of what being a gentleman mm-hmm. is. Now, now, Inky, that's another issue. Ever heard of Mama's Man? Yeah, Mama's Boy, actually. There you go, see? I asked yeah. Mama's Man and you no, answered Mama's, Mama's Boy. boy. So it's, it's always, always Mama's Boy. boy. Yeah. Mama's Boy, Mama's Boy. We've never heard of Mama's Man. Exactly. Because Mama's Man is the husband. <laughs> <laughs> you got it right. But the boy will always be there. And you can be a 40-year-old, 50-year-old, and you will still carry that label, Mama's yes, Boy. that's right. That's now, right. why do you think Mama's Boy term exists? Well, How Mama's Boy term exists. Well, when someone always puts his mom's first, mm-hmm. right? And it's and again, it's not wrong to actually put your mom first. But when time and time again, you need to, you do not have your own, own opinion and mm-hmm. you need to go back to your mom mm-hmm. for an opinion or to get your mom's approval, mm-hmm. even though you're already a full-fledged adult. You, mm-hmm. know, you already have your own opinions, but you still place your mom's opinion above yours. Mm-hmm. Now that generally happens well, it's because, yes, probably when you're growing up, your mom pampered you a lot. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, your mom probably took away a lot of, um, um, I would say, a, a lot of... Your cojones. Yeah. Your yeah. cojones. Yeah, took your balls. balls away, man. Just took let's your balls just away. Say it. Let's yeah. say it as we mean it. Yeah, man. So your mom your took, your, mama balls took away. your balls away. Yeah, and your mom has made it clear that you should not disrespect her in any way, mm-hmm. even even if you are right and she's wrong. Correct. And hence, for the rest of your life, you you it's it's okay to respect your mom, mm. right? All of us do. But you fear your mom. Yeah. Yeah. When in you fact, fear your mom. In fact, when spot. she makes decisions that yep. over you overrule you, mm-hmm. and you're both not wrong, oh. but she just feels she's more right than you, yeah. and therefore you 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 don't yeah, you, make a stand. Yeah, you end up giving in. Yeah. So I think. What was that movie that Which showcased one? it? Uh, Crazy Rich Asian. Was Crazy that? Rich Asians, yeah. yeah, yeah Crazy yeah. Rich Asian. Yeah. All right. So yeah, Henry Golding's uh, character. The rich guy, yeah. yeah. The rich guy, and then the mom just, and you know, Michelle Yeoh. Yep. Overrule everything. Yep. Overrules yep. 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 everything. I don't even remember how the story ends, but anyway. 
the beginning would probably be showcasing what a mama's boy would have been like. Yes, you know, exactly. You're successful, exactly. you could be good looking, you are suave, you're educated. He was gentleman though. He is a gentleman. But he, he was a gentleman. Chivalry, yep. But he was a mama's but boy. he was a mama's boy. Yes. So again, uh, the definition again is very blurry. Mm-hmm. I guess if you do 50% of it, you're not too bad. Yeah, exactly. But if you're not, you, you don't have the chivalry, you're not a gentleman and yet you're mama's boy, that's where you would probably stay in the boy section for a while till you decide to, you know, grow some yeah, grow, balls. Grow, and grow, grow a pair, la, basically. Grow a pair. Yeah, 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 ah. grow a pair. Having, having the real thing in the center doesn't mean anything till you've got mm. the tools on the side. Yeah. So let's say if someone is a boy and they... Deep down inside, they say, you know what? I am a boy. I I admit I'm a boy and I want to become a man, but I do not know how. So what can they do to actually transition from a boy to a man? Be, do, what the, do what the Spartans do. Mm-hmm. You got to put yourself out yep. and see if you survive or not. Yep. Really? Yep. There's no shortcut. There's no pill to take today. You know, this is not like workout whereby you can cheat and take some steroids, <laughs> take some testosterone thing. You might look masculine, but you don't have that maturity. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you have to be able to survive, whether it's business, relationship, or anything at all. You have to be able to go in, make the, des- the decision, and right or wrong, success or failure, live by it. And don't blame anyone but yourself. Yes, exactly. I think that's the beginning steps yeah, of yeah, yeah. trying to say that you're trying to grow up yeah 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 by so, taking responsibility yeah yeah and uh, a lot of times if you are let's say you are living in with your with your parents and your parents tend to override mm-hmm. most of the things you say well the simplest way is very simple just move out correct just move out right correct. you don't you don't have to move too far you can always go on the weekends to see them yep but you move out you stand on your own two feet be independent mm-hmm. right provide for yourself mm-hmm. right feed yourself clothe yourself you know make your own bed Yep. All right. Wash or your don't make clothes. your own bed. It's up to you. It's really yeah, up to you. It's up to you. Right. And then be independent. Once you're independent, then you slowly work. Then, you know, start to become your own man. Correct. Yeah. I think parents who are listening in or would be parents, this will be a good advice that, you know, you have to let oh, you, yeah. the you have to child let grow. You have yeah, to you let, let the grow. boy grow. Yeah. Otherwise, he'll always be a man child. The Peter yeah. Pan syndrome, as some, some people would say, the boy who doesn't grow up. Mm. Right? He might be 40 years old, 50 years old, still living with you, and yet his strings are so tightly bound yes. to the parents that he can't make a decision, he can't do anything. Whatever he does, there's always a safety net. Yep. If there's a safety net, you don't grow. Yep. You only grow. You get stronger when you fall yes. and you have pain. You break a bone and your yep. bones heal. Then yep. you learn to strengthen your muscle. Then you get yep. better and better. It's kind of like football. There's mm. no footballer who has never broken at least one bone or <laughs> yes, torn one right. ligament. But they don't quit. They come back stronger than ever. Or in the case of like Christa- Cristiano Ronaldo, he just makes sure that he works extra yeah, hard. You, over, you, you, you outwork everyone you outwork else. Everyone else yeah. so that you are stronger than everyone else. Mm. Okay, uh, but, but that's it, Inky. Um, I think one of the best decisions my parents did was my dad tried to kick me out from the home as soon as possible. Really? At, <laughs> yeah, yeah, at what yeah. age? Well, he wanted me out of the house as early as thirteen by kicking 13? me off. Yeah, uh, yeah, by kicking me off the boarding school. Oh, boarding school. Yeah, okay. Tak jadi. Then ta he jadi. tried again at sixteen, and I crawled my way back like a boy. <laughs> <laughs> the secret is out. But once I hit uh, pre-U, so yeah. seventeen plus eighteen, moved out, then and I moved never out. moved back. I yes. never moved back. I go back. I visit them during holidays. Yep. I like now. I come back and visit them during the weekends. We're very close, but. Mm. But the whole thing was that the, the decision to move out, then every decision I have to make. Mm-hmm. Yep. The, there is minimal safety net. There is some safety net knowing that, you know, okay, you don't have money, you can just give your call. Ma, mm-hmm. pa, give me. I'm a bit tight. Yep. They might help you, but even better if you don't make that call. Yep. And you fend for yourself. You do your budgeting. You suffer a little bit. You tighten your purse strings. You make wrong decisions and you don't tell anyone. Yep, yep, yep. You know, well, sometimes it's very difficult. Example, you know, when you're trying to, when you're trying to remove a bandaid, right? Mm. So, so, so when you're when you're trying to remove a bandaid, you know it's gonna hurt. Yeah. Right. So there's a couple of ways you can do it. You can slowly do it, and then it's gonna hurt the entire journey. Yeah. Right. No, no matter how many seconds, or how many minutes, or you can just rip it rip right it off. off. Right. Hurts for that couple of seconds, but after that. Then there is that, then 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 the pain actually goes away. Mm-hmm. So the same thing as well. A lot of times, you know, um, if you're placed in the deep end of the pool, right, you're forced to learn how to swim. Mm. Right, you're forced to learn how to swim, and then it actually makes you makes you a better swimmer after mm. that. Mm. Um, Do you remember when you start swimming? Yeah, I started swimming at the age of about 
five actually. How did you how did you start swimming? Well, well, first of all, I was I, I was afraid. You yeah. know, I hate. I like playing in the small pool. Yeah, playing right? in the water, right? Yeah, playing in water. Yeah. But when I was forced to transition to larger pool, mm-hmm. um, I was fearful. Mm-hmm. Really, really fearful. And mm-hmm. I was fighting my way and all. You know what my dad did? Mm. He took me and he threw me into the Olympic size pool. Mm-hmm. He threw me in. And then oh, I that's was, the deep pool. Yeah, it was it was, a, it was a deep pool. He just threw me in. Of course, you know, I couldn't swim. I was mm. struggling. You know, I was paddling water. I was I was trying to grasp for air. Mm. Of course, uh, I had a swimming instructor and he was there to actually hold me up but mm. if it wasn't for my uh, it wasn't for the fact that my dad threw me into the pool mm. i would still be stuck in the at the, at, at, at the, the kids, kids pool. side yeah, yeah i'll be yeah. stuck in the kids side for 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 many many months or many years yep. to come so my dad took the took you know he 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 also had no choice you know mm. saying if you don't learn how to swim now eventually you will drown so mm. you need to learn how to swim now and i need to throw you into the deep end of the pool mm. of course someone someone will be there to guide you just in case anything mm. happens but i need to throw you at the deep end of the pool and that's what he did yep 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 i remember mine same same exact story so my dad my dad's a lifeguard mm. i mean when when he was back in school he was a trained lifeguard so for him Swimming is like second nature to him, mm. and and when he came to training me, same things. Scared like a chicken being thrown into the water, and, and literally when he threw me in, well, I didn't get an Olympic size pool as you, so so I still got a one point one point five meters yeah, for for a kid that's you know barely a meter. One point five is deep. Yeah, yeah. So threw me in, and that time um I was standard one, so that will be about seven, mm. six plus seven since I'm year end boy, so it's six plus seven. And gasping for air, flapping inside like I wouldn't even say a dog, literally mm. a chicken in water. Flap, 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 swallow, swallow, swallow water. Then he pulls me out. Ah. Uh, we didn't have any instructor. The next one, he taught me how to breathe. And I remember I was just crawling by the side of the pool, mm. afraid to let go. But by the next one, which will be the third lesson, I don't know. I just went in and just started, just started swimming. Just started swimming. No, you it's know, good. You know, not good, but still. But no, it's good. It's the good, fear uh, had yeah. to get rid of yeah, it, and you know, say because if you don't do it, he's gonna throw you in again. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you better survive, man. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And I think that's what um, being transitioning from a boy to moving to a man is all about. You gotta, you gotta be able to to know that you know, take some risks. You gotta be able to anticipate. You gotta be able to to put in that extra effort, and and you know if you don't do it for anyone else, you have to do it for yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whilst most people, I think they have safety nets. Parents these days actually give a lot oh, of safety nets yeah, to kids. Man. It's amazing the amount of safety nets they give to the kids, so that the kid can always be dependent on them. Mm-hmm. Um, I was having a discussion with uh, with some friends and even with my wife uh, um, some time ago, and we talk about kids and parents mm-hmm. uh, these days parents tend to like uh, overprotect the kids yes all right um, they're worried that the kids get bullied in school so they are on standby to score the teachers they're afraid the, the, the child gets child right I don't say even uh, uh, their, their offspring or, or something more adult like their child goes to work they're afraid the child gets bullied at work mm-hmm. they don't mind coming to work Mm. To scold the the, uh, the superiors, mm-hmm. and worse yet, they don't even mind supporting the child. Yep, through life for at least many many years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, for parents, right? So there is actually a lot of different types of parenting, mm. uh, of, of parenting styles. So one of the kind of parents that that tend to pamper the child or overprotect the child or what we call helicopter parents. Mm. So basically, they're always hovering around the kids. You mm. know, and hence, that's why, hence the term helicopter. They're always around the kids. They do not allow the kids to fall. Mm-hmm. Right? They do not allow the kids to injure themselves mm-hmm. or to make mistakes. Mm-hmm. Every time they make a mistake, they will calm the kid down by saying, you know what, you've done your best. It's okay. You know, Let's not try it anymore. Mm. Yes. Right? Let's not try it anymore. Let's mm. do something else that bad you're road. comfortable with. Bad bicycle. It's, bad. it's not your fault. Yeah, it's bad a, bicycle. It's but this actually instills a very bad habit. It means mm. your child no longer wants to fail. And every time your child fails, you encourage him to do something else. Mm. So I actually had a couple of experiences of, um, uh, of overprotective parents, mm. um, whereby I was interviewing for staffs. All right. And then on a couple of occasions, all right, they were accompanied by their parents. Oh, wow. It's fine. It's okay. fine if the parents wait outside the car. Here. Yeah. Yeah. Brought them, brought them to the office 
for the interview, but they waited outside the car. You know, they waited in the car, they waited in the lobby somewhere far away. Mm-hmm. Let the child go for his interview. Mm-hmm. You know, let, let the child uh, try out for the interview. Mm-hmm. If it doesn't work out, it's fine. Mm-hmm. But no, the parents were sitting in the waiting area as well. Right, and then telling the child, don't worry, you know, and uh, and after a while, after after even after the interview, right, the parents will actually come up to me and say, you know what, I, you know, I really want you to hire my 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 wow. kid. You know, my kid is this, my my kid is that. Wow, and you experienced that? Yes, I actually had that a uh, couple of. It's not even once, yeah, right? It's actually a couple of times, really, right? Mm-hmm. Um, of course, these people were fresh grads. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. However, it instills a wrong kind of. Uh, a wrong kind of uh, message to them. Message yeah. to yeah to yep. them that you know what if it doesn't work out it's okay you can always always come back to us mm. and then the child would or or I would, and 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 I say child and the child would not want to try harder. Mm. Imagine being rejected for a couple of times mm-hmm. and what they would what they end up with they just go, just go back to their parents huh? Yeah, yeah, and and speaking about you know not wanting to try a lot of times they are like, I don't want to do it anymore because. I'm not gonna get it anyway. Mm-hmm. So, as as I think Michael Jordan says, you miss a hundred percent of shots you don't make. Mm-hmm. If you don't go for it, you yep. you you f- you don't even have a chance to say you fail. Yep. You don't even qualify in 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 into the area of saying that I fail. You don't have that privilege of saying you tried and failed yep. because you didn't even try at all. That's worse. Yep. Yep. But we've digressed very far. Yeah. <laughs> very far. From boys to men, boys to, to men to, to, to us to lamenting failing, and, right. you know, failing. No, and oh yeah. So so but 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 coming back, all right. So boys, why 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 are they boys and why aren't they men? Because a lot of times it actually boils down to, to a few factors. Of course, mm-hmm. one one is the parents. Mm-hmm. Right? Um a person's a person's personality or characteristic is molded ever since they're young. Mm-hmm. Ever since the age of two or three, mm-hmm. you, you could actually easily tell their characteristic. Mm-hmm. Whether, whether whether the person is fearful, whether the person is brave, whether mm-hmm. the person is smart, mm-hmm. or the person is just plain lazy. You can see it from the age of two and from the age of two or three. And a lot of times it's the parents themselves that actually mold the kids. Mm-hmm. Right? So example, if you want to mold a boy and you don't want to mold a man, um, end of the day, the only person that you have to blame are the parents. But the one who suffers the consequences is the child. The child. Yeah. The child on the long run will suffer the consequences yeah. long after the parents have gone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but let's not put too much of, 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 of pressure of on, on, on the yeah. parents. <laughs> I think after that, second part will be society. Yes. All right. So um, let's say, let me rewind back to school mm-hmm. and. Do you remember the time when 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 you're uh, you know you're back in school and there's girls around or let's say you meet a girl or even in college, and they would always show a slightly more effeminate or or cute boy, mm. and they always say, "Oh, this guy's so cute. Mm-hmm. This guy's so cute." All right, my time would have been. Jonathan Brandis, Edward Furlong, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. Who, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. I, I have no idea who was, Edward but, Furlong is, yeah, well, but I know Leonardo DiCaprio. Okay. Well, these the younger ones. Even Brad Pitt. Okay, Brad Pitt, yes. Even Brad Pitt. On the younger days, he actually looks very boyish. Oh, yeah, yeah. He does, he does, yeah. he does. And the way that females describe a good-looking boy is not manly. It's cute. Yeah, it's cute. So, Society most says that you know if a, if a boy if a guy wants let's not say guy uh, boy or man but if a guy wants to be appear attractive to the girl of that age they have mm. to be cute yes all the way up to university and even maybe in your early work stage you gotta be cute mm. and hence these days you get a lot of these the cute uh, guys, cute huh? guys <laughs> who go on Instagram and they do this the post. Peace, peace. Uh, oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, go ahead. Uh, that's your choice in life, but you fall under the cute category. Yeah. So it's actually society and culture itself, like, and mm. pop culture. So, so whatever is popular during during that time mm-hmm. uh, actually dictates what the guy would be like. Example, you know, currently, if you look at all the all the male leads and all the in all the in all the movies and all, yeah, the, generally they are. Very well groomed, and generally they they they, they look like young young boys. Mm. They look what like young what boys. have you been watching? Yeah, well, I've, I, 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 I watch I, a lot of movies. I, right? I, I watch Superman, so he's manly. Well, Superman is manly. Well, oh, except for one, uh, Superman Returns. That guy will look a bit effeminate. Yes, yeah. that guy is a little bit effeminate. Yeah. So, 
So back then, right, back a long time ago, if you look at Hollywood movies, mm. right, you look at all the um, all the old classics, yep. you know, um, the men look like men, yep. right? They usually have facial hair, yep. they're very rugged. Um, but currently, if you if 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 look chisel at the current, look. yeah, very chisel look, look, very chisel look, mm. right? But if you look if you look at the current ones, you know, they have a very boyish look. Mm. They have a very very boyish charm. Now, of, of course, there's again, there's there's no harm having boyish charm, mm. but but that molds society. Mm. You know, when 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 you show society that you know these guys are good looking, then mm. the girls like it. When the girls mm. like it, the guys want to be like that. So eventually, all the guys, correct, slowly turn to this boyish look and boyish behavior mm. uh, usually comes along. I don't know why people don't watch more James Bond and learn how to be the guy. Well, well James Bond is not really a manly man, you know? He's not like buff. No, yeah, he's not. He, well, he's, he, he is quite buff. No, only, only in the Daniel, movie. Only yeah, Daniel Craig okay, was Yeah, only Daniel Craig The rest were buff. not buff. The rest yeah, actually, actually had a bit yeah. of belly and they, if, when they come out, right, there's still that belly with a lot of fur yeah, everywhere. Yeah, you're right, actually. Yeah, so because yeah. I was doing a study, I was, I was reading up because now the whole thing about No Time to Die is coming soon and then Ooh. they're talking about who's the next Bond. So the analysis was Bond's character for Daniel Craig is very... It's out of the box. Out of la. the box. Yeah. He'll, He's he'll, a bit more buff, yes. but not super buff. But Very the rough, others huh? were more gentlemanly, yes. more English-like, yes, right. and they were not super buff. They look like the regular guy who is good-looking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So even being a gentleman doesn't mean you have to be like super buff. Yep. I think the one guy right now who probably can encapsulate boy and man in one package, Chris Hemsworth. Chris Hemsworth, yeah, Chris Hemsworth is uh, the boys look. Yeah, he, he, but when he he's boys, look, when he behaves, he's like, yeah. You see, tall True. all the time. True. He's tall, doing everything. Even when his new movie, it looks like tall with a yeah. gun. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah you're right. Chris Chris Hemsworth has both. And, I I would say he's more of a he looks more of a man, but he has the boys charm. Correct. Yeah, and we let's talk about Fast and Furious. Mm. All right. So the late Paul Walker, boy. Yeah, boy, definitely. Always the boy, never yeah. decisive. Yeah, always can't decide. Yes, always can't decide. You get Vin always emotional. Yeah, who's always know. the man? Yeah, the man. Yeah, the alpha male. Yes, that's right. And everyone else is all like semi-alpha, <laughs> but Paul Walker ends up being the better. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah one yeah. level below. Yeah, that's right. That's right. But that's yeah, right. so so yeah. But coming back when we talk about the the, the influences, mm-hmm. all right. Um, next, I think because being a man also means that you got to have that responsibility and being able to take the fall and being decisive. Mm-hmm. I think I was, I was reading something today and it's saying why it's so hard to find quality guys. Mm-hmm. And social media and how the world has changed plays a very major role. Of course. All right. Back then, if you wanted to date someone, you have to meet them in person. Mm-hmm. You actually need to have the balls to talk to them. Mm-hmm. You yes. Not just... Passing notes. Even passing notes need some balls. Yeah, of course. And then to recognize or to 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 admit that I'm the one passing the note is another thing. To talk to them takes lots of guts. Mm-hmm. To go out and to be present and to be able to carry a conversation takes also extra guts. Yes. These days, people can hide behind the phone. Yeah. You know, whatever it is, the persona has changed. That's why it's hard to tell introverts until you meet them. Yeah, th- that's actually true mm. because a lot of times with, of course, with the advance of, of technology, it's much easier to reach out to more people mm-hmm. at, at that given time. Mm. But at the same time, you can carve out a particular online persona, mm-hmm. which is not like you. You know, you can appear manly or on, on, on social media, mm. but actually deep down, you are actually not. You know, you're probably an introvert. Mm-hmm. You're probably, you know, a little bit... Uh, you know, a, a, reclusive, a bit, uh, reclusive, or, yeah. yeah. So it might not be you per se. Mm. Uh, yeah. So nowadays, with all these apps like Tinder and uh, even something as simple as Facebook, Facebook yeah, Facebook and Instagram, Instagram yeah. yeah, Facebook and Instagram. You know, the the the, the person featured on 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 the Facebook or Instagram might not actually be the real person or the real or. Or the real persona, or the real persona, persona of yeah. that person in yeah. your life. The pictures might be real, although some might be yeah. even catfishing. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. but let's say let's assume that the pictures were real, the mm-hmm. situation was real, the words were real. Mm-hmm. 
but that's just not the persona. And the real life person could have been just a total 180 or 360 degrees yep. turn, you know, totally not that same person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I also read that these days, a lot of keyboard warriors, people who dare to talk and be very loud, mm -hmm. Technically, uh, pussies. Yeah, yeah, they are. They are. They, they are. They are actually very afraid in real life, yeah. but they're very brave. They're to very say brave it out behind, loud. Behind, behind the veil behind of social veil, media yes. with a different name, different, yes. different everything. They yeah. don't have to take responsibility. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. when they don't take responsibility, they can just blast whatever they want to say. And actually, that's that shows immaturity or uh, well, pretty much being a boy. You, it you, is actually you, because you, you are not in control of your emotions. Correct. Yeah. You, you allow, let it burst. You yeah. You, you allow something small to actually get to you. Correct. And then it transpires into anger, angry words. You know, even some people end up cursing and all. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So as as you mentioned, a lot of people actually hide behind the security mm -hmm. of the internet, mm -hmm. right? And uh, with these uh, anonymous uh, names and profiles yeah. and you know all these nicknames and, yep. and all these avatars, and because you have this this security or this veil in front of you, mm -hmm. only then you become brave. Correct. All right. But however, when confronted, ah, then you then, like then as you mentioned, panic. turn into pussy. Turn into pussy. Yeah, you just, pussy. The balls just shrink up. <laughs> the balls just shrink up. Yeah, you don't roar as you're supposed to roar yeah. anymore. And, and, and I mean, that's sad. I mean, you want to be, be who you are. Yep. Be who you are. If I mean, but, but that's it. If you want to be able to voice out, think through it. You know, have the maturity to think through it. You know, and and if you're gonna say it, then you have to take full responsibility mm -hmm. of it. All right, don't don't say it for the sake of saying it at the spur of the moment, yes. and also because of social media and and as you say, Facebook, Instagram, Tinder, people have also found it um, uh, not necessary to be a responsible uh, partner anymore. Okay, uh, because things like friends with benefits okay why have a girlfriend when i can have 10 girls okay to uh, for for a different occasion mm. why marry when i can just you know move from one to the other yeah so commitment, commitment. so basically basically boys are afraid of commitment mm -hmm. and men don't mind committing if they found the right partner correct do you know once upon a time the way to do business was actually to find out if the guy is married oh really yes so that was one of the the, the, the criteria criterias of, of doing business that if you are not married you're not on the same table mm. because we know you can't take shit yeah, yeah you yeah. are not able to handle someone called the wife to give you trouble 24 7 or give you pressure 24 7 how can you do business with us mm, all right interesting w whatever it is Except. let's say to be able to handle the family to be able to handle the wife if you have a nagging wife and you can still handle it fine it's fine even let's say if you hide secrets from your wife i'm not i'm not condoning this but if you are able to hide secrets then it also means that in the corporate world you can hide you secrets. can hide secrets yeah. oh, okay so so, so there, there was a criteria once upon a time that they're not they're just married. golfing but actually if you were married there was a higher likelihood that you will get business done. all right this actually came from my friend who this is interesting yeah who said that he proudly wears the largest ring possible uh -huh. when he goes for business deals okay not the standard uh wedding band okay like why one of those really uh, this huge, huge rings, obnoxious one yeah, and if they ask gold one is that a decorative no no i'm married and I it kind of like just helped him get businesses closed okay mm. yeah that would that is interesting i never knew that being married mm -hmm. would be one Had of the yeah of you, doing you were actually yeah give an advantage in fact actually um secretly that became a bit of my criteria if i want to do business with someone okay yeah, yeah so it doesn't matter whether you're married. divorced or not but but if you had gone through it you would have gone through certain phases in life that would have challenged you that would have put up some um difficulties Mm -hmm. uh, and you would have also been, been able to handle responsibilities. Okay. And if you've got kids, that's even better. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Interesting. And if there's a harmony behind it, it's, it's even, even better. better. Yeah. But if it's too perfect, then it's like, okay, you might be spending too much time to the family, <laughs> not much time at work. <laughs> it's weird. It's weird. That's not how I do all the time, but it kind of just gives a bit of a red red flag uh, red uh, flag and says okay i need to find out more more about this guy more about this guy okay and if not oh, if it's good great if it's not red flag that's it just a alert sign that's it but if one that wants to talk big but not married no responsibilities mm. flutters from one place to another mm. that's a massive red flag yeah. that's for me to uh, okay 
don't yeah, don't put yeah, in yeah. too much. Don't put in yeah. too much hope. Don't put in any investment. Just see where this flows. That kind of thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. And 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 uh, touching on work, right? So I've actually met a lot of people who are actually. Who look like men, but mm. actually boys at heart. So mm. how do you actually can, know they're actually boys at heart? Very can, you, can, can you describe? Like, you know, right. So a person who is loud, mm. right? Very loud. Usually the loudest person in the room. Mm. Um, borderline obnoxious. Mm-hmm. Um, would have a very narcissistic view of himself. Mm-hmm. Like to talk big, mm. as if he's the as if he's the center of attention of or his his center of universe, mm-hmm. and he can do everything else. Yeah. And most of the time, he tends to butt into conversations. Mm-hmm. All right, he doesn't want to. He, well, he doesn't want to wait his turn. Right? He wants to butt into, into conversations. And more often than not, when I find these kind of people, I find that they they do not back up what they say. Hmm. So when it comes to work wise, they can say, you know, I I can do this. I they they tend to exaggerate or brag. But when it comes to delivering to time to deliver, mm. they generally can't. Yep. There's an excuse for it. Yes, there's always an excuse. It's never their fault. That's another. That's another sign. Yes. It's never their fault. It's never their fault. And but at any point of time, even though it's not their fault, they need to win. Yes, that's right. They need that's to right. win. Yeah, yeah. They, it's it's never their fault. No, they might throw someone under the bus just mm-hmm. to make themselves look good. Mm-hmm. And as you mentioned, they always want to win. Yeah. So I always made sure that I kept away from from these kind of people, mm-hmm. especially when you're doing business mm-hmm. or even if you want to hire. Yep. Right, yep. because you end up hiring a man child, someone who talks someone a lot, child. yeah, correct, correct. a huge man child, mm. and he looks like a man, but he's a child. Mm. Yeah. And don't be surprised, age does not necessarily oh. play a factor. Yes, I've met a twenty-four, twenty-five year old, uh, so-called child. I mean, because by age, mm. child, but has the maturity of a forty-year-old. Mm. He can tell right from wrong. He can take responsibility. Mm. Accountability, mm-hmm. and at any point of time, if he slacks up, able to apologize, but always, hey, what else can I do to improve? And I've met mid forties, fifties, even uh, leaders of 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 organizations or companies who can't even do half of what this boy can do, and yet they want to be daman. Yeah. So, yeah. So yeah. yeah. So age doesn't necessarily dictate how mature. The person is correct. It's all about the, um, the thinking, the yep. maturity, being able to process mm-hmm. and still put people before you. Yep. Definitely, okay. Definitely. But whatever it is, even if you put people before you and they screw up, then you can still say it was my fault. Yeah, I mean, I'm be, taking for responsibility of it. Be yeah, accountable. Exactly. So accountability, exactly. responsibility, your fault, your fault. It's your fault. It's your fault. But more importantly, is actually knowing that what can we do to improve? What can we do to That's move right. forward? The problem has happened. Yep. So what? Exactly. What can we do to to be better, and what can we do to prevent future problems? Yes, exactly, exactly. So I was reading this one article. This one CEO, mm-hmm. I f- I forgot which which company. So basically, one of his staff screwed up. Mm-hmm. Uh, wasted a lot of money. All right, uh, cost the company millions. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, the staff was afraid that mm-hmm. he was going to get fired. Mm-hmm. And the CEO calmly told him that you're not going to get fired. Mm. The reason why is this because. Now you know that you're wrong. Mm-hmm. You will learn from your mistakes, mm-hmm. and you will not do the same mistake again. Mm. So what a company has paid for is a million dollar mistake. It's fine, mm. but if I fire you and I hire the next guy mm. and he does the same mistake, I will have lost two million. Two million. Yeah. That's absolutely yeah. right. That's so absolutely learn right. from mistakes. Learn right. from mistakes. And in fact, if if to move forward, and he says, if you've already known this, I yep. mean, now that you know. Yep. you're going to use this personal experience of nearly being fired mm. to educate another five people. Yes. You would have saved another five million. Yep. yep so yep, yep. the overall loss would have been just two hundred thousand yeah, on average. Exactly. Mm. Exactly. So I mean that's just a law of average. And and when we talk about you know what separates boys from men, that's basically yeah, that's basically it. That's basically it. You know, yeah. uh, it's like even in sports. You want to be great. Like okay, um, I think tennis probably has one of the most uh, amount of uh, gentleman conduct. Um, mm. Except for some, whereby they they throw their tantrums, but a a lot of them ends up having a very gentlemanly conduct. Yeah. But do you know tennis is actually a gentleman's game, and then the umpire can actually uh, penalize the 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 player for swearing for ungentlemanlike conduct, and, and that that's is what happened. Yes, yeah, and that is the and that is the and that's the infringement. They mm. they can say um uh the what uh deduction of points for ungentlemanlike conduct. Full stop. 
that's just points. Yep. Novak Djokovic oh, yeah. got thrown yeah, out the from game. the US Open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because his ball hit. hit yeah, his ball hit someone's throat. <laughs> yeah, his tennis ball. <laughs> Uh, the lines, the lineswoman, I think. Or, yes, it yeah. was lineswoman, yeah. and then the empire said, uh, "This is uh, ungentlemanlike because mm. you hit the ball on purpose, and he has now injured one of the one of the uh, fraternity, mm. uh, one one of the linesmen. So you are because you are him. unable to control yes, your tantrum. Exactly. But to be fair, when it happened, he was very quick to go to apologize yes. and everything, but." The rights of the empire was I can throw you yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. can throw you out. Yeah, and exactly. But I think they should have done it much earlier. There's there's another player um, uh, from Australia. Australia, um, who? Kyrgios, I think. Kyrgios. Oh, yeah, Kyrgios. I'm. Yeah, he is he a boy. Actually. is a boy. He's a boy. He, 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 throws, he, throws, he throws tantrums all the time. And all the time. And then yeah, he, he curses. Swears. He throws tantrums all the time. It's and then when he loses, it's never his fault. Never his fault. Yeah, it's, it's everyone else's fault. It's, it's always the umpire's, umpire's fault. The linesman, the yeah. weather, the yes. uneven surface. I, I think they should have enforced uh, whatever that they did on, on Djokovic much earlier so that you know people like him would, would also you know yeah. be yeah. justice justice would have been served a little bit better. Yes, that's right. But then again to be fair, you know, Krigos is where he is. He's not world number one. I, I doubt he will ever he he ever will be with his particular dismay uh, uh his uh his uh demeanor and yeah, his, uh, his behavior. Uh, yeah, his behavior and all. And Probably also, uh, even if he does achieve some sort of success, mm. uh, a lot of brands want to avoid him. Correct. They don't. They do not want to be associated with someone like that. Correct. Someone who's brash, who's loud. Correct. And end of the day, doesn't take responsibility for 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 his or her actions. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. a lot of big corporate brands who want to dissociate themselves with with people like that. These days, brands are actually looking for the total package. Oh yeah. You not just have to be a good performer, but you have to also have that proper conduct. Yes, that's the right. The moment you don't have the proper conduct, they're very quick to drop oh, you. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Example, very quick to drop. Example, you. um, during Tiger Woods. Oh yes, right, Tiger Woods. Mm. So when when Tiger Woods, uh, when when Tiger Woods' wife discovered that he cheated, so uh, he uh, Tiger Woods, the, the wife chased him, uh, chased him with a golf club and mm. he crashed his car. Mm-hmm. The next day, Accenture, mm-hmm. a huge company that has backed Tiger Woods ever since the beginning of his career. Mm-hmm. Pulled their sponsorships out, yep. and by bear in mind, Tiger Woods was still world number one. Mm. Basically, he was still the world's best golfer. golfer. Mm-hmm. But because of his private life and he didn't do his wife justice, Essential mm-hmm. decided, you know what, this is not the person that we want to represent the company. Correct. And now, hence, you are no longer our spokesperson. Correct. I think Nike also pulled yeah, him Nike off. Nike pulled him off. Well. I'm not yeah, sure whether is he back yet. Uh, I think he's back. Probably yeah, back. Yeah, Nike you know, pulled him off. For a couple for, of years, for, yeah, for a couple mm. of years. Then, but after that, when uh, he climbed up the ranks again, mm. then, then Nike came back. But that's precisely the point. Yeah. If you want to be a boy, you might be great, but there are repercussions. Yeah. You know, you if you if you're a gentleman all the way, um, that's why people like like um, Roger Federer. Oh, for Federer is good. Federer is yeah, good. Federer, the, Federer the way is, he conducts he is a himself. Yeah. He's he has tantrums. He has tantrums. But the overall thing. Is that he still conducts himself very well? Yes. So top brands wants to be associated yeah. with him. Some people say Uniqlo, uh, Uniqlo lousy brand. <laughs> Uniqlo is the world's number one. Oh yeah, yeah. Most valuable um, clothing yeah, company. Yeah, 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 yeah. They are the world's largest. Uh, I would say the world's largest fast fashion company. Correct. And uh, the owner of of Uniqlo is Japan's number one. Oh yeah, he's the richest guy brand. in Japan. Yes. So. That company, no matter what you say about the brand, still wants to be associated with, with Federer. And despite him, age is closer to 40. Oh, yeah, and, and and the fact that he hasn't really won a Grand Slam for, Correct. for, for a long time. He's not really. world number one. He's not world number one anymore. He's already slipped up. I think uh, he's like three or four at the moment. Yeah, but that's still fine. The uh, brands still want him. Brands still want him. Brands Rolex still, want him. still wants him. Yes, that's right. Yeah, so, so <clears throat> coming back. Boys versus men. Now, what would you advise for for boys? For boys, for I would boys. say for boys, you have to be self-aware. That means you need to understand that whatever you are in now, mm-hmm. it's not going to work for you for long term. Mm-hmm. Um, it will be detrimental for you, mm-hmm. and you need to step out of your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. Right, you are now in a shell, and you need to really step out of the shell. Mm-hmm. And no matter what's holding you back, don't give excuses. You know, people tend to give excuses. 
for things holding them back. They mm. say, oh, I was brought up in the wrong environment. It was my parents. It's my, you know, it's my friends and mm-hmm. all. You are your own man yep. or, or, or you are your own person and you have every power in you or every ounce of strength in you to, to change. And be who yeah, you want change. to be. Yeah, and who you want to be. Right, who you want, who who you want to become like, and or what kind of legacy you want to leave behind, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then for those who are looking into image, um, same thing. If you are well, this one probably will correlate with age a little bit. If you're still young and you want to be a boy, and you want to take your time to grow up, um, I'm, I mean you can, you can. No one, no one says you 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 can't. You can, but if you're forty years old, you're fifty, and you still want to be a boy, there's a bit of incongruence towards there. Okay, nobody wants a 40-year-old cute guy. <laughs> just doesn't resonate very congruently. You know, like what? Ngam, you know, as yeah. people would say. Really not ngam at all. Uh, by the time, you know, but if you are like a late 20s, 30-year-old manly, manly person, you are dead for life, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so even from what in- Dr. Inky is saying, uh, being that's from your core values. Yeah. I'm saying even just from the more superficial uh, looks, looks and your persona. Once you move towards the man, you generally want to be in that. Yeah, you don't right. want to maintain that boyish persona that's all your true. life. Let's say for example, Robbie Williams. Yeah, Robbie Williams wants to be a boy, bad boy, yeah. whatever boy. He's closer to fifty, still yeah, a boy, and, and just r- doesn't look right. Yeah. you know. Just looks wrong. Coming back to even like like the whole um, Kingsman, mm. when when the character became yeah, gentleman, when, yeah, when he when uh, when he evolved and matured, yes, mm-hmm. yeah, then he's there all the way, mm-hmm. you know, in second installment and whatever installment he's going to be at that level. Yep. In fact, after that, when he started doing other movies, it seemed wrong for yes. him to do any other so character any, except for being a gentleman. Yes, exactly. It just looked wrong. Like uh, again, tangam already. So. Take it from us, you know, a uh, manly guy. Yeah, manly very, doctor. very ex- extremely handsome and an extremely well, well-groomed doctor here. Yeah, so take it from us that there is more uh, pros for you to move towards the manly section. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Rather than remain the boy, if you are still young, go ahead, enjoy your youth. But eventually you would like to transition yes. whereby the world of opportunities will be, yeah, you know, be for far, you far greater. Right, guys, so this is it from us. Today is a very unconventional yes, topic. Exactly. And we will be back next week with another topic. With some other topic. All right. All right, so this is me, Dr. Ellie. And I'm Dr. Inky. And we are signing off. Two dogs. Bye.